It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello, and welcome to the podcast, the nature and countryside podcast from BBC Countryfile magazine. My name is Fergus Collins, and I'm the host of the podcast. This season of 12 episodes is devoted to the wild wonders of water, and in this, episode 10, I take a gentle meander along my local canal at first light to talk about the history of this beautiful and little-known waterway that runs through the Brecon Beacons National Park. It was a truly sublime sunrise in late February when I made this recording, and I was really lucky to hear an uplifting early spring dawn chorus, with a few surprises along the way. Plus, later I'm joined again by my podcast team Jack and Hannah to talk about listeners' letters and reveal a very special sound of the week. For now though, if you want to escape to a quiet corner of the countryside and learn a few bird songs, come for a gentle walk with me. It's half past seven. On the Monbreck Canal, the Monmouth Brecknock Canal uh, in Monmouthshire. And I'm up early in the cold. For lots of reasons, really. Firstly, it's one of the most beautiful mornings of 2021. It's a nuthatch ahead, I think, that trilling. And um, I haven't walked along a canal in this waterways series. And although canals aren't the most dramatic of waterways in terms of flowing water, there's a little female mallard just pottering down the canal. They, um, they have great stories to tell, and this is one of the best in Britain. There's so much going on, though. The robin singing here. 
just go down and have a listen to this trilling bird. And um, earlier, oh hello. I'm not chasing you. So, this, <laughs> oh, oh dear. So the situation is that uh, I've just been very rudely told off by a that female mallard. So sun is streaming down. Beautiful golden sunrise. It's a dunnock there. Squeaky wheel. There's a song thrush up ahead as well, it's repeating itself. And the canal is um, cut into the sides of the hills. Very few locks. Basically, it runs at quite a height all the way along the hills, from pretty much from Brecon to Newport, and it sits on a shoulder. Amazing work of engineering. And so. I'm on the towpath. It's a nice broad towpath here. Frosty, really cold this morning. Minus two in the car. My hands already numb. And I'm just coming to a lovely. The canal bridges are so elegant. And this one, the road comes around some sort of more than 90 degree bends, acuter, and then heads up into some cottages up in the hills. Well, this is a tree creeper singing here. Well, difficult to pick it out. It's a robin as well. Just see if we can get the tree creeper again. So essentially, it's a tree-lined waterway that snakes for about 35 miles from Brecon to Newport, uh, around the base of a number of the. Oh, there we go. That's the tree tree creeper. So that is a tree creeper, that high-pitched. And this chattering in a an ash tree is a siskin. There's the tree creeper again. So that's the tree creeper's song. You don't often hear it. So looking through this the arch of this bridge. And it's sort of the sun hitting the canal. There's a drake mallard up ahead, and he's swimming through a sort of, well, sort of steam coming up off the canal. It's really beautiful. So this is the sort of echoey sound of being under, under the canal bridge. Hello! And to the north of the canal, the, the land slopes upwards to the peaks and I mean there's some fields some sheep fields here full of mole hills and some sleepy looking sheep and the, it's very very frosty so the field is more very very pale green that sort of white green of frost on but I came out today I can see the siskins flitting around there they go the siskins are really small finches they tend to like these riverside alders and um, various conifers because they've got very fine bills for picking out the seeds from little cones and things. And the, the alders are covered in little cones at the moment. 
but most of the trees along here are alders and there's some hazel too um, so I'm sort of walking alternately in shadow and light as this yeah a really good tree creeper here let's see if we can get a bit more of him that's him Stop, that's very difficult to... I see him, I see him now. So he's just crawling up one of the alders. He's actually landed halfway up. He's working his way up like a little mouse. Singing as he goes, there we go. Black sheep in the field opposite. So I think this this is there he's continuing he sort of crawls and sings. So unlike a lot of these birds that we're gonna to hear today, and I'm hoping we're gonna hear a few more song thrushes and missile thrushes. There's woodpecker holes here, really good woodpecker holes, really round. Yeah, tree creepers heading up. Now what I'm hoping is it's one of those really early spring, it's still February, but it feels like spring today. There's a raven super high up. The general background chatter of siskins. Uh, so we're going to leave the tree creeper, but hopefully that might stick in people's minds as the next time you hear it, you'll go, oh, tree creeper. There's a wren here. Blast of Wren song. I can see him because it is a hymn singing. Anyway, got up early ish, so you don't have to, but there's still loads of traffic. You can hear the distant hum of the roads. Uh, these early days of spring are when most people still think it's winter. For the birds, this is well into spring. There's a song thrush here. Uh, now, a woodpecker somewhere. Yeah. Quite soft woodpeckering. Very soft woodpeckering. Two of them answering each other. Very high up in the branches. There it is, like almost like a creaking. Just trying to scan this tree. So the tops of the tree. It looks, I think this is an ash tree actually. And it's um, all the fingers pointed to the sky and it's a totally cloudless blue sky are uh, in sunshine. So I'm just letting my eyes relax in the hope of seeing the movement of this woodpecker. I'm assuming it's a great spot. That's, that sound isn't the woodpecker hammering um, to make a hole. 
long tail tits coming by. It's the sound of. It's kind of that's its song really. Hammers on the word rather than singing. Hammers on the word to send out its message that it's fit and able to mate, and this is its territory, and keep away other woodpeckers. Yeah, it's up in this tree. So I'm seeing, I'm looking to turn the corner of the canal and I can see a long stretch ahead of me. Let's see if we can meet this song thrush up here. Yeah, it's a brilliant song, the song thrush. Some goldfinches tinkling overhead. Okay, let's have a bit of song thrush serenade. the other woodpecker. He's in a big oak. Just above my head, so 15 feet. Lovely thing about this time of year, not all the birds are in full song yet. And of course we haven't had any of the migrant birds arriving. So no black caps and chiff chaffs and willow warblers and swallows. But probably only about two to three weeks from our first chiff chaff. Such a lovely song. These are siskins here, wheezing and chattering. Three mallards steaming away in front of me. So I'm going to push on a bit and hopefully come to see a little bit more of the canal. There's a lot of mallards on this canal. And although I come in peace, they will, uh, they're quite wary. And so I'm going to just sort of edge past them, hopefully, but they will take off and give me a, a bit of a, a few verbals on the way. So the canal is, while it's old, it's, I think it was established back in the late 18th century, probably finished in the early 19th. And it was all, you know, it would have been, it's, I haven't seen a soul this morning, but it would have been busy in those, certainly in the 19th century. 
could only close for commercial traffic in the mid-20th. But it would have... So it ran around the foot of... Well, the shoulder of these hills. And... It's the females who... Yeah. The males are silent. It's the females that make the quack, quack, quack. Yeah, I'm sorry. I really don't want to disturb you. I'm walking on the outer edge of the towpath, but they're obviously not having any of me this morning. There's a barn someone is reconstructing here, or turning into a home, and they've got a little shepherd's hut beside it. Obviously where they're living. Gosh, the noise of female mallards this morning. Um, yes, there's lots of things. I keep flitting back and forward. So the canal, very clear this, mo- this morning. No boats have been through it for a while. I think they drained sections of it in the winter to do repairs and maintenance. And uh, this is a blue tit just singing here. I love that ringing sound. Beautiful. Just seems to be singing into the sun. Grateful. So many siskins. And uh, the, well, so the water's clear, but I can't see any fish. I don't know where all the fish go, because in warmer times, you can come down here early in the morning before the boats arrive, and it's teeming with life. Big shoals of roach and perch and things. And it's almost like a dawn chorus of fish before the boats start up. And then the first boat, boat goes by and it stirs up the mud with its propeller. And then it's sort of like a veil is drawn over the inhabitants and it goes brown for the day but it all settles overnight so if you get down to this canal early in the morning you can see all the fish life I think there are all sorts of creatures in here a little robin there just pretending to be a tree creeper loads of birds just flitting around the, so on, on the far bank it's a wild bank, the non-towpath bank there are, it's, it's like a tangle of scrub and hedge Obviously, tall trees too. So the canal was um, was built to carry all the goods, all the materials that were being mined in the Welsh valleys nearby. So things like limestone, iron ore and coal, and they'd be transported. But to get them to the canal, and thus down to Newport and to various places where they would be exported or smelted or whatever they they did. They had these series of tramways, quite sophisticated network of horse-drawn trams on trucks, wagons on rails that would run from the various mines and foundries and that sort of thing over the hills down to the canal so there are there's another song thrush here see him (whistles) 
there's a network of tramways. It's still visible. You can still walk a lot of these tramways. A lot of them are hidden in um, through woodlands and scrubby bits and up on the hills. You can just find the signs of the, the sleepers, which were stone with holes drilled into them. Some new lambs on the other side. You can just hear there's a field of new mothers, new ewes. And I've walked a lot of those tramways, and some are so surprising, just tucked away, hidden. Can't imagine the industry that was once here, because a lot of the places are so quiet and forlorn. I mean, I say forlorn, from a human perspective, fantastic from a wildlife. Yeah, gone back to nature, really. So here is a chaffinch, sitting just above me. Plotting his first song of the year. Oh, that's there he is. February chaffinch. I can see little lambs with their tails flickering with excitement. Um, feeding from their mothers, sort of desperate to get at the milk. And uh <laughs> there they are. They're already quite well grown. They're not tiddly tiny lambs, so these are, you know, two, two, three weeks old already. Don't mess about here. But there'll be lambs dropping all over the place. Different stages, depending on which farmer has topped to them, topped to the ewes when there's a big stretch of canal here. So, if you can picture all this network of tramways threading their way around the hills down the hills some really steep ones you know with they must have relied on gravity and all sorts of pulley systems and things to and then there are little ports all along like tiny little ports there's three what look like stock doves just passing through um there's the chorus of mums and babies so yeah and and bringing all these materials which then be loaded onto loaded onto barges and chugged all the way to various points along route if you can picture i'm on the shoulder of the hill but the valley now you can really hear the traffic there's big trucks um frosty fields so I'm looking, I mean, it's a canal with a view, really. It's one of the only canals in Britain where you constantly have a view across the countryside as you're chugging along. Another song thrush up ahead. And a flock of tits here. Lots of uh, blue tits, mostly. There are some cows, some cattle here, feeding. And they're steaming in the cold. There's steam coming off them and out of their nostrils. Yeah, so all the way along you've got the valley dropping off onto one side of the canal and then a hill rearing up on the other. And you've got this generous towpath. What a wonderful thing a towpath is. It looks, that sounds like a gold crest here. This is sort of wheedling, high-pitched 
Yeah, that's a gold, gold crest. There's a great smell of from those cows. It's a healthy smell of manure, not that foul sort of acrid smell of slurry, but it's just a healthy, sweet smell um, of cows living outside and eating vegetation. So across the valley, as I'm looking, some trees have generously parted to allow me to look down. I can see just the gentle hills of, and well, rumpled landscape, the crumpled landscape of Monmouthshire, the heartlands along the River Usk, folds of woodland and pasture, and in the dip, in the sort of dips, there is mist, white mist in the frosty fields. But it's definitely warm on my face now. My hands aren't quite so hideously cold. So I'm going under a another bridge. That's the Yika River. For magpie. The sturdy bridges, and that one's just purely to allow the farmer who's got fields below the canal access to his fields above the canal. Strange, I thought I heard a chiff-chaff, which would be bizarrely early. Can't have been. Wrens. There's a look of reached little settlement by the canal, and this would have been another little port, I imagine. Single magpie going overhead. Oh, let's keep, a, keep an ear out, just some sparrows here. It's whenever you get to these little ports, now this one's been turned into a little marina, so there are some lovely little boats here. These are the first boats I've seen here going under another bridge. And uh, some sparrows, yeah, just the sparrows, the house sparrows around the, the buildings here, they just... They so love being beside humans. And now there's an array of pretty little cruisers. Not many actual traditional narrowboats. These are more little, they're still attractive. Well, that is a chiff chaff. That's the earliest chiff chaff I've ever heard. It's the 26th of February. That's a migrant warbler. Can't believe that. So I'm following the canal. I haven't passed little marina. I'm following the canal around a big bend wending west towards the hills. Another song thrush. As you see him straight away, he's gleaming at the top of a tree, white breast. 
that's probably the fourth and down in the valley you can hear rushing water so water comes off the hills and some of it is used to feed the canal you know sort of elaborate series of sort of um, sluices and gates and that sort of thing and but the majority of it is you don't want to overfill the canal uh, and the majority of it just is burrowed under through tunnels and comes out the other side to continue its life as a stream down towards the River Usk. There's some lovely barns here and above me forested hill but at foot a couple of beautiful whitewashed cottages which I think belong to the Llanover estate, big country estate around here. It's a little little farmer's bridge over the canal here. Yeah, a lot of water. Uh, and now I come to a huge oak where there's a, someone has put a, a door handle <laughs> as if it's like a number seven, a little sprayed it purple little door at the bottom. These elf doors are quite common. You can hear the water, I can see it rushing down there. Yeah, so it's quite a considerable stream. Yeah, it's coming out of that valley. But when it reaches the canal it has to go underneath and this is the sound of it pouring out the other side just a tumble of white water steam coming off it just beautiful a beautiful little wild valley full of bracken and bramble and on the other side frosted fields where the sun hasn't quite touched it but where the sun has it's it's all gone so just the shadows of trees are frosted. This is an absolutely enchanting little spot. A bend and now facing the sun and it's glinting off the water and through the, the steam that's coming off and it is and the light through the woodland on the other side. It's just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. There's the rattle of a missile thrush up ahead. I'm entering a sort of darker valley. Perhaps it's taken a bit longer for the sun to reach here. So it's slightly less alive than those earlier bits. It's the rattle of a sort of flight call of a missile thrush. Now, up ahead. Is, is it a goosander? Two goosanders. Ah, oh, the sun is in my eyes, so I can't quite see them. I could be wrong. That looks to me like a goosander. Which is a great. Yeah, it's a male goosander and a female. Normally I see them on the usk. There's a nuthatch singing above me. So it's a glorious white bird, the male, with a sort of dark head, this long serrated bill which he uses for catching fish. So he's obviously finding fish here, and the female has a red head. The moorhen has just jumped in between another, just motoring away from me. Did you? I think that's a cult hit as well. Did you? Did you? Did you?
and a wren. But there's a group of mallards and moorhen and a pair of goosanders. I just don't want to scare them. But I've got to get past where they are. They're lovely birds, they really are. They're so exotic looking. Big as well, much bigger than the mallards. Not goose size, but... Yeah, they're just sedately keeping their... They're all, all the water birds keeping their eye on me. I'm getting really close to them. They probably take off, unfortunately. They've got these dragon-like faces. Beautiful, beautiful guys. I'm just going to walk really right beside me. Reddish bill, greenish. This is the closest I've ever been to a goosander. Their heads bop forwards and backwards, almost in time together. The female has this tough, sort of, as if she's had short shaven head and they've left a tuft at the back. She's grey, whereas the male is white and black. She's grey and red-headed. What a beautiful pair of birds those are. How anyone could want to... So they are persecuted in some places because they eat fish, but that is a special... They're special birds. So I'm surprised not even to have seen a jogger or a cyclist this morning. This is prime jogging and cycling. Well, towpaths are. Just shows, get up early. You can always have the countryside to yourself. Here's another bridge. Bridge 85 now. I think it's not far from here that I can make a sort of turning back on myself. Uh, like a cut through, maybe here. Yeah, there's a path here that might cut back across this valley. Let's see. So this might be one of those I haven't got wellies on and the ground is suitably frozen here. This is really churned up ground here. It looks like a lot of a lot of bikes have been down here. Like these are mo motorbike tracks. This is a path that's been torn apart by off-roaders. I just wander about these tiny footpaths which are clearly heavily eroded now and once, um, once they get eroded they seem to sort of become streams themselves so I'm getting quite close to the stream I don't know if there's a bridge across otherwise I'm going to have to retrace my steps yes there's a decent body of water here the path follows it, so let's see if there's a way over. This is a lovely path. Hidden. A hidden little valley. And there's lots, there's a woodland to explore here as well with a style. Oh, there's a, there is a bridge. So now I'm climbing up the other side, away from the stream and really back towards the canal. So essentially what I'm doing is cutting across. There's a big, big bend in the canal. 
and I'm just doing a shortcut back to where I was a bit earlier. So I'm back at the canal, I'm back. I've reached a little marina. I say marina. It's uh, where lots of people are storing their boats along a wider bit of the canal. There's obviously a business here where safe mooring. Oh, I love them. There's a few traditional looking narrow boats. Uh, long, thin, handsome, with small windows. Very tiny one here called Kitty. I think some of these might be the traditional boats. I don't know. Difficult to tell. Some look more industrial than others. And then there are lots of cruisers as well. We have Sky's the Limit. S-K-Y-E. Sky's the Limit. All doves and pigeons sound good. Sky's the Limit. going to struggle to get to Sky from here. Because the Monrec Canal isn't really linked to anywhere else. Bluebird, Phoenix, pretty little boats. Elwyn. Uh, very prettily decorated. Lily Marie, another little tiny one. Sorry, Lily May. Not that keen on being cramped in the traditional canal, but I have done it a few times. And as long as the weather's good, it's okay. But if you've got to stay inside and play board games, give me the open road. There's a lot of people pitching, crooning. There's some daffodils out here. First daffodils of the year. So the Monbrek was very busy and successful for decades, 100 years maybe, more. And a uh, whole industry, whole kind of arteries through the hills, little settlements grew up around it. With its decline, a lot of that, you know, a lot of, as I was mentioning earlier, a lot of those tramways and paths and roads just head off nowhere, which is something evocative about the sense of there being much busier times in the past. Yeah, loads of daffs here. Definitely spring. And celandines as well. See my first celandines of the year. Stars of yellow. So cheerful. So, yeah, all through the woods up there, there are ruins of charcoal makers and lime kilns and not on the map, so you just need to wander and find all these wonderful things. So, I think the canal itself was revived in the 60s. Please do write in if I'm getting any of this wrong. Uh, sort of absorb a bit of the history here now and again. So that's it from the Mombrek Canal this morning. Um, just a little taste of early spring and things coming awake in the wilds of South Wales.
one. Yeah. So the males, right, just glass thing on. The males have a soft, whereas the females are much more. So, so that's it from me. And join us again, and we'll probably have our podcast post back now. So that was me out just last week, and beautiful morning, spring definitely has arrived the bird song all the way through was fantastic and gosh it's just going to get better and better and apart from that chiff chaff that confounding chiff chaff there weren't any migrant birds yet so there's a whole raft and each migrant bird comes in one after another and just these symphonies grow and grow we have a whole season of spring podcasts coming up quite soon where we'll be going around the country, exploring different habitats and producing lovely soundscapes for you to enjoy from downland to mountaintop and woodland to estuary. But before then, it's time to join in the lovely podcast studio, my good friends, Hannah and Jack, for a little rummage in the podcast post bag and listen to some sounds of the week. Hello, chaps. Lovely to have you back. Hello. Hello. I hope you're beginning to enjoy burgeoning spring. But what, what have we got this week then? Jack, have you, you look most eager. Yes, I've got one of our many letters in. This one is from, I think we can say a podcast regular. Uh, Martin has uh, written another letter and he says, uh, Hello again from almost treeless Chicago. Really enjoyed the sound escape. In the heart of downtown Chicago, it's about the only sound of nature to hear. I start my walks of it and continue on listening to back episodes of the podcast. I just enjoyed listening to Fergus and Idris skip around the streams. I just want to say thanks to Hannah for mentioning Detectorists. I had to do all I could not to binge watch the whole series in one weekend. The way they weave the pictures of nature in each episode was true art. A gem. Best of all to the whole podcasting team. Oh, lovely. Thank you, Martin. Um, yeah, that was a good tip, Detectorists. I, I, I bore on about detectorists in the same way that people bore on about like Breaking Bad and that. It's, it's just the best thing. It's perfect. And for people who don't know what detectorists is, it's essentially a very gentle... It's, it's really about a friendship of two men, isn't it? Who oh. go out detecting treasure with their, with their metal detectors. They're not very successful, but there's a sort of this gentle bond between them. And of course, we've interviewed Mackenzie Crook, the star of the show, one of the stars of the show with Toby Jones, uh, back before Christmas, because he's also Wurzel Gummidge. But it is truly beautiful, and there's so much nature in it, but there's a sort of peace and confidence in it that you, you can just lose yourself. And if you can't get outside, it's it's the second best thing to listening to the podcast, I think. So that's a lovely letter. Thank you, Martin. And do we have a sound of the week? We do. Sound of the week this week comes from me in my garden. Um, this week I've had the pleasure of listening to some owls. Um, on Monday night, I recorded this sound of a male tawny owl. How do you know he's a male? It's a male. Well, we listened to the second clip. On the Thursday, I managed to record the female. 
That's wonderful. That's really wonderful. How lucky you are. You've got owls in your garden. We've got loads of evergreen sort of fir trees around the edge of the garden. And I think they live in there during the day and just hang out in there at night. The classic twitteroo sound comes from a tawny owl because the you can hear the two separate pieces. So the kwikuru is two, like a male and a female owl speaking to one another with the kwik coming from the female and the whoo response coming from the male. Well, there we have it. And what was that funny little sort of scratchy, scritchy noise that I heard? Uh, yes, well, I thought when I was first recording that it was some sort of dry leaf that was being pushed around in a dramatic way um because obviously it's dramatic dark, dry leaf what's going on. action <laughs> <laughs> it does happen it does happen but on second thoughts it is more likely to be a house mouse um in the gutter going back and forth into my attic ah, excellent but i haven't been in the attic to check um but they have been in there before because we have chickens and they absolutely love the chicken's corn. So I suspect I'll go into the attic and there'll be a little stash of corn. Well, I bet that mouse was listening to the owls and going, got to get the heck out of here. <laughs> got to get back <laughs> into the safety of the attic. Well, those are beautiful. Um, and hopefully one of these evenings you might be able to record a five-minute sound escape for us. Yes, that is my plan, to do one lovely long Nightscape. And if you haven't listened to any of Hannah's soundscapes, they are published every Friday and they are just beautiful little meditations on the countryside. Just record, no, no, no voices, just the sounds of nature and a lovely way to unwind before the weekend. And don't forget, if you've been inspired by Hannah's sounds of the week, um, you can submit your own uh, by recording on your phone and send them in to us to editor at countryfile.com. Yeah, share those with us and we will include them in the podcast and other people will be able to enjoy them too, right across the country. And that's about it from us all this week and the canals. And we will be back next week with another lovely episode of the podcast. So it's goodbye from all of us. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>